0: Every little cell in my body is happy every
1: little cell in my body is well hello everyone my name is diane Kaler. welcome again to the nti pod talk and we have such fabulous conversations on this pod talk we get to talk about student or we get to talk to students and graduates and instructors and people within the NTI community. And then also we get the opportunity to speak to people outside the NTI community who are passionate about health and nutrition and holistic wellness. And today is no exception to that uh, uh, line. Um, We are talking today to Dr. Sam Byrne, who is a holistic, Um, eye doctor who talks about holistic wellness in the concept of vision and nutrition that's important for vision and also other holistic things. So I am so excited to talk to to Dr. Sam today. I actually um, have been to see Dr. Sam in person in his yurt. Um, You've got your yurt there. Um, Or no, it's not a yurt. It's a, what is it? An octopus? Octa something?
0: Geodesic dome.
1: Yes, there we go. Yeah, geodesic dome. Yeah. um Anyway, so thank you so much, Dr. Sam, for being here. I know that our listeners and our community are going to really enjoy this conversation. So thanks for being here.
0: <clears throat> hey, thank you for having me and all the great work you're doing. So uh, we're going to have some fun today.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Um, So first, I think it would be helpful for people to understand kind of what your conventional training and background in vision care is, and, um, you know, because obviously you have a conventional training, and then we'll get into kind of how you uh, um, grew in your understanding and got into uh, more holistic vision care. So let's talk about your conventional training.
0: Okay, well, great. Uh, Thanks for being here, everybody. And uh, I hope I can offer some value to you today. So my career started very early on, and I was eight years old, and I had a learning disability. And um, my mom took me everywhere, couldn't help me, ended up at an eye doctor's office, and he gave me a pair of nearsighted glasses. And my eyes just got progressively worse uh, until you know, I, I enrolled in optometry school. I had studied a lot of chemistry undergraduate. I was a chemist and and also did a lot of classes in humanities because I, I was ba- wanted to be balanced if I was going to go become a doctor to know some things in liberal arts and foreign languages. Anyways, I went to the Pennsylvania College of Optometry in Philadelphia. And at that time, it was probably number one or number two as the most medically oriented optometry school very allopathically uh, focused but i had the good fortune to get to do some internships in that program and one of them i chose was going to a holistic optometrist in san diego and i worked in his clinic his name was bob Sanit, dr bob Sanit, and it was a practice where we devoted to help kids and adults with vision problems using a process called vision therapy and it was inspiring to work with Dr. Sannett. and so after I graduated optometry school I enrolled at a place called the Gazelle Institute and it was affiliated with Yale University and it was started by Arnold Gazelle who was a physician in the late 1940s and it was focused on child development Uh, and so when I went there in the late 1980s it was being run by a group of holistic optometrists and i spent a year there learning how to evaluate and treat uh, children with uh, the spectrum disorders back then it wasn't really called spectrum disorders but it was the same thing Mm -hmm. so then i opened a practice up in philadelphia and it was more holistically minded i actually apprenticed with a, a holistic eye doctor in philly and I couldn't get any patients. It was really a, a hard time. So I went to a couple of the hospitals, and I volunteered my time to help people with traumatic brain injury. It had been car accidents, sports injuries. And they'd been written off by the conventional eye doctors. But I did this kind of physical therapy with them. And of course, really impacted them positively. And I was able to get a contract at about three hospitals in Philadelphia, which was unheard of back then but I did, and then I also focused on special needs kids. I worked with them, that community, because it was another community that eye doctors really didn't have an interest in. So I built up a very busy, successful practice in Philadelphia, and I sold it about five years later, and I uh, migrated back out west to Santa Fe, New Mexico, which is where I am now, and I chose Santa Fe because one of my internships was at the Indian Hospital, IHS, and so I knew Santa Fe would be a a great community that would support more of a holistic eye care approach so I opened up a practice and got busy immediately and then you know many other things happened that we can talk about or not but here I am today 35 years later and I'm going strong more passionate than ever and uh, you know glad to share this information with people who are interested
1: yeah, so I, um, you know, I am an avid listener to your podcast. And I actually can't remember how I stumbled on to hearing your, you know, your podcast and learning about you and then coming to you as a patient. I, I really don't remember how all of that happened. Um, but your your passion definitely shines through in your podcast. Um, and you know, I love how you do you you've started doing sort of snippets of your um your your uh virtual appointments with your client with your patients. Um and your passion is just truly evident and and the vastness of your knowledge is truly evident. So, um one thing that really attracts me to you and your work is that you talk about nutrition. And of course, as a nutrition school, um, anything having to do with nutrition and food uh, is always really interesting to us. So, um, and and that uh, framework in which you talk about holistic vision care using nutrition is very rare. Um, uh, in, in, in your field, at least from my perspective. And you can talk about, you know, if, if you think it's also rare. Um, uh, but so how, so how did this, um, how did your training progress? Like you, you talk about so many different things. You talk about, um, exercises of course, and we'll talk a little bit more about that and nutrition, and you talk about aromatherapy and, um, all kinds of different, um, sort of uh psychological things that are involved in in vision so where where did you kind of get all of this additional training and interest um it's it's just fascinating Mm
0: -hmm. well thank you for that question it's a it's really a, a great question so I would say it started off when I met a holistic eye doctor when I was 28 and i went to him as a patient in vision therapy and he said two things to me he said well your left eye wanders out that's why you see double sometimes and you're very nearsighted but i think you could reduce that i think it's mostly tension related so i went through his program for six months and yes my two eyes work together now i'm an avid reader my learning just has skyrocketed and my myopia went away completely, one hundred percent. I see twenty twenty at distance and near, so I'm a I'm a test case, you know. I mm-hmm. I walk the talk, and so that's one aspect. People meet me and they know that I'm not bullshitting them. That you know I'm actually you know living what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I had the good fortune of meeting about five uh, behavioral developmental optometrists. When I was in my early thirties and they were in their seventies and I was like a sponge, I would go to all their meetings up in Connecticut. And so they passed on, you know, all this wisdom to me that to this day, you know, a lot of my content is based on what they taught me and what I applied. Now the nutrition piece was interesting because when I started in Philadelphia and I started working with people, I wasn't as sophisticated as I am now. But I read a statistic that really, really inspired me. And it said that the eyes and the brain make up 2% of the body weight and use 25% of the food intake. So take a moment there and just digest that. 25% of what we eat is needed for our eyes to remain healthy. Hmm. And as you know, in your work, one of the big issues is well what we eat causes inflammation lack of dietary absorption and when i started to dig into functional medicine i was amazed at the connections between the internal lining of the gut and the internal lining of the eye the retina and how one mirrored the other and yet it was never taught in any of our classes and it was also not talked about at any of the meetings So I think again, social media, and we've become more sophisticated, and people like you, uh, with their programs, people are becoming much more conscious about what they eat and how it affects them. But since the eyes need such a high amount of nutrients, we you know we have such a high concentration of mitochondria in the retina, just as an example, that what my question was, what can we do nutritionally? to improve our eyesight and so you have all these people with macular degeneration Mm -hmm. cataracts glaucoma that if they just altered their diet at the very least it would neutralize some of the symptoms without having to do the laser surgeries or the pharmaceutical drugs and so as i studied more and developed more inside myself and talked to colleagues I would consider myself more of a naturopathic eye doctor, and yes, over the years I've studied herbal medicine, aromatherapy, craniosacral therapy, somatic mm-hmm. therapy, and one of the places that really uh, turned me on was when I became a faculty member at the Esalen Institute, Esalen and Big Sur, and Esalen was at least, you know, back in the 60s and 70s, there were a lot of ma- amazing people that went there, Ida Rolf and Emily Conrad and you know Gabriel Roth and and so many others anyway when I was able to teach there I worked a lot with many different disciplines body workers functional nutritionists um you know trauma specialists and so I became very adept at understanding a person's vision from a whole body perspective and our eyes do carry our history based on you know are we nearsighted are we farsighted do we have astigmatism do we have eye conditions eye diseases and so those things were a way into understanding that our eyes reflect our systemic metabolic and energetic health and trauma stress toxicity can really deeply and profoundly affect how we perceive and how we see And our eyes are one of our primary senses, and yet in this culture, we're losing our vision Mm -hmm. on so many levels. So I'm kind of in a perfect place to be able to to talk this way, even though on the professional level, there is still a lag where, you know, the mainstream are still just talking about disease and pharmaceuticals. I do see some of the younger graduates are curious, and they will reach out to me and. So there we are. So um, mm-hmm. that's kind of it in a nutshell, how I got to where I am today.
1: Yeah, well, that's really um, inspiring that you have younger people in the field who are coming to you to look, you know, you you are now becoming the mentor like you uh, had the experience with your mentors early on in your training, you're becoming the mentor for those young people who are interested. and. Um, I, you know, I, I think it's it's fantastic. Um, and I am always so amazed how people just don't recognize the full impact of, you know, your, your food choices, your lifestyle choices, your movement, your psychology, all, stress, all those kinds of things, how they actually impact the, uh, you know, the experience of our of our uh body functioning and 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 that goes all the way to very small places like the vision which the eyes are you know a small mass of the body but as you say they use a lot of the energy the resources all that kind of stuff so um i'm i'm just thrilled to hear that that you've got people who are interested in it um I also am it, it is so inspiring to hear you talk about how vision can be improved because you know as you say you go to an uh, a conventional eye doctor which you know they they've got lots of training they have they have lots of um they have a purpose they have a function but they um prescribe glasses and then that that's kind of it. And then, you know, they get into the surgeries and those kinds of things when vision problems become diseases, but um, they never talk about how vision can be improved and um, with, without using glasses, without using surgery. Um, And then of course, as you talk about so often uh, in your podcast, um, you get a prescription and then two months later, 3 months later, 6 months later, you have to get a stronger prescription and then a stronger prescription because your eyes are constantly adapting um and and um and what's not happening is that you are actually utilizing all of the functionality of your eyes and all the resources that are p- being put into vision to stop that progression and actually maybe get some improvement. So your personal story about how you um, essentially, uh, you know, healed your vision impairment and uh, now no longer need glasses um, is amazing. And and I I, you know, after coming to you, I, you know, you gave me the exercises, all that kind of stuff. And, and I have not gotten to the point where I don't need to wear glasses at all, but certainly, um, I have way, I have areas where our, my vision is obviously improving a little bit, but, but not to the point where I don't need glasses ever, but I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I want to get there. Um, so I'm, you know, I, I, i'm I'm just very uh, excited about your whole everything you do and and everything you talk about. Um, so uh, a couple directions that I want to go. I want to talk about some eye exercises because I think uh, if you could just give us an idea of a couple of eye exercises that you um promote often and and kind of have uh, broad spectrum benefits that would be beneficial. And then also, um, some specific nutrients that you see being um, important for broad spectrum uh, vision care. So um either, either, which way which which way which way would you like to go? Which of those two things would you like to talk about next?
0: Why don't we do the nutrition piece first, and then okay. we'll turn this into a mini workshop okay. where I will um, give two exercises. And um, the, the second one is a relaxation one. So that might put people in a, like a really uh, great space. Good. All right. So in terms, in terms of nutrition, obviously, one of the main ones is vitamin A. Mm-hmm. And people with dry eye or retina problems, vitamin Vitamin A is essential and, you know, are people even absorbing their vitamin A? Mm -hmm. Uh, And what are some other things that they can do? Like zinc is a trace mineral that helps vitamin A absorption. So that's probably number one on my list. Number two would be the carotenoids. These would be the, the red and the orange and the yellow green vegetables. Specifically, the, the carotenoids are called lutein and zeaxanthin. These are very important pigments for the macula, protecting us against the damaging blue light, overexposure of ultraviolet from the sun. And so we get those from you know, a variety of our red, orange, yellow, green vegetables. So they're the plant-based carotenoids. And then we have the marine-based carotenoid astaxanthin, which is also really helpful on so many levels, preventing cataracts, reducing the risk of macular degeneration, and that either you can get through some healthy seafood, salmon is one possibility, or through a supplement microalgae, uh, that would be another. And then we've got some other ones like glutathione. Uh, Studies have shown that low glutathione levels, you can have a higher risk of developing cataracts, I would put vitamin C in that as well. And then we can go to some of the other things like bilberry and ginkgo, which are great for vascular health, especially for glaucoma and optic nerve protection. And the fats and oils are really important, reducing the risk of dry eye and optic nerve disease. And then finally, um, I would say that you need to eliminate sugar from your diet, processed foods. Again, you could talk for hours about sugar and how it's so negatively impacting us. Mm -hmm. So those are some general broad brush. Some people like the Mediterranean diet, some people with more severe diseases like diabetic retinopathy or wet macular degeneration may qualify for more of a ketogenic or keto directional diet. Some Mm -hmm. people are into the intermittent fasting. And those kinds of things is a little more uh, sophisticated and when i studied acupuncture we know that the liver and the gallbladder rule the eyes the liver specifically so anyway we might do a liver tox or take better care of our detoxification pathways that's going to help our vision and eyesight so Mm -hmm. that's kind of just a a general, um, you know, broad brush for whether you're vegetarian, vegan, or you eat animal products. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, that's my nutrition uh, information. Now, in terms of exercise, well,
1: well, I was just going to say that, um, you know, that is uh, much more comprehensive than, than most people know. I think, I think most people here, uh, you know, what nutrients are important for vitamin for eyes and they they know vitamin A. So vitamin A, you know, they know that what that is. Um, but just getting the 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 more broad list that you provide um, is, uh, you know, very helpful and also shows how expansive the need is for a nutrient dense full, uh nutrient-dense diet so um that that's amazing so all right so sorry to interrupt you so moving on to exercise
0: so first of all whenever we do some some vision therapy exercises especially the ones that I've learned and promote they are offering a way for you to develop more connection and relationship with your to your eyes and so there is a physical connection there's an emotional connection there's a psychological connection and even an energetic connection so one of the exercises that's really fun and it will show people whether their two eyes are working together or not and it's called the eye dialogue now in this particular exercise if you can do it you do this in a safe environment you know no demands on you you can take all your glasses and contacts out you're sitting in a chair and you either cover your left eye or you use a patch and you start tuning into, wow what is my awareness when I cover my left eye what do I see what do I feel you know and so you take maybe 10 seconds and really kind of register that and then there are some questions that you can play a game where you ask your right eye right eye how old do you feel and so it's very interesting to listen to what the first age that comes into your you know your awareness and it could be a child could be old age it could be I don't know doesn't matter it's just for you to start cultivating an, an internal relationship with your right eye so how old is the right eye the second question is really great. Right eye, do you know you're married to the left eye? Mm. And, you know, I've heard things from in name only, we sleep in separate bedrooms. <laughs> or yeah. um, I didn't even know I had a left eye or I'm feeling resentful because I'm doing all the work and the left eye, you know. Wow. So there's a lot of things going on there with that. Uh, when you start slowing down and you you kind of feel somatically psychologically what's going on there so then the third question is right eye am I married to my body because the eye body connection helps us with balance and orientation and focus so see where that is and then the last question is right eye what do you need what do you need that you're not getting and you listen for that now once you've done that you take your hand away and you reintroduce the left eye and you notice that things are now brighter and clearer you've just released some energy in the right eye and you're also now reintroducing the left eye so it's got to recalibrate to the right eye so there's a a little neuroplasticity practice that's coming in there in that reintroduction then you repeat the same thing on covering the right eye and you ask those questions with the left eye as well and it could be a completely different story with the left eye we don't know and then you take your hand or the patch off the right eye and you reintroduce the right eye to the left eye if you did this for once a day for 30 days your eyesight would be a lot clearer and you you would be a lot clearer you'd have a better relationship with your two eyes because the the major emotion that people have around their eyes is fear i'm going to lose it i'm going to go blind i've been told i have this you know eye care is mostly a fear-based uh system you know you go in and the doctor says well you're getting older you got this there's nothing you can do except surgery or drugs so you walk out of there and you're like flabbergasted wait a minute you know I study nutrition and they say if I do eat better I'm gonna improve my health why not the eyes right so um, part of this is developing and cultivating a positive healthy inspired relationship with your eyes becoming empowered and so the eye dialogue is one one of those really cool psychological emotional exercises that impacts the physical so that would be the first one to do and then right after that there would be a relaxation exercise to do where you're combining some breathing with some sound that you're going to put into the eye tissue And why sound sound is one of the best ways to penetrate compressed tissue in the body and you are making the sound the person's doing it so this is called the palm hum exercise and what you do is you rub your hands together for about five seconds you cup the palms over your eyes with your eyes closed you take a normal breath in through the nose on the exhale keep your mouth closed That make an audible humming sound so you can feel the vibration in your jaw, face, and eyes. Mm -hmm. So you do about eight of those. And when you're done after the eighth one, you take your hands away and you go into just a pause mode. You're listening now to what that sound and stimulation did for you so there could be a temperature release there could be better breathing deeper breathing there could be more relaxation something good is going to really happen from doing those eight hums because it's vibrating this and your hands are like tuning forks so the, the sound is going directly into all the eye tissue and then after you do that for about 30 seconds you know you just listen it gives you a chance to metabolize the stimulation you gave yourself you open your eyes and again it's a recentering. it's a it's a way that you will have more relaxation more clarity and do that three times a day in between your screen time after 30 days you're going to notice that your nervous system is more calibrated Your vision is going to be more open and you're going to have more clear eyesight. So these two exercises, you don't need any outside equipment. Mm -hmm. You just need yourself, Mm -hmm. self-awareness, discipline, and the curiosity of how can I learn more and cultivate my relationship to my vision better? So they're simple, they're all on my website. You could Google eye dialogue Dr. Byrne or N palm hum Dr. Byrne, and you'll get a video, it's free, it's all free. So those would be two of those that I think could be really game changers for people who are really motivated to improve their eyes, vision and wellness.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is one of my favorites, the palm humming one. I like doing that one quite a bit. It it definitely reduces stress levels. It definitely helps kind of uh, clear my mind. And I know it's doing something for my vision, but for me, it's it's a good mind uh, clearing thing. So I use that one quite often. Um, well, that that was um, you know amazing. Uh, thank you for sharing those two exercises. Um, and I know that you do have other uh, exercises, other resources on your website. So can you talk about what your practice looks like now? And then a little bit about the resources that you provide on your website.
0: Mm -hmm. So in uh, 2016, I opened up uh, an e-commerce store and um, I started to move more into social media. I just saw that that would be a way to reach more people. And so we fast forward to today, uh, I'm on all the social uh, sites and we put out about four to six pieces of content a day, all educationally based to help people. Some of it's research, some of it's practical information. So whether you do Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, YouTube, Apple, iTunes, we do a lot of podcasts. And then my online workshops, um, I'm getting ready to do one October 7th to the 9th. It's called the Vision Sanctuary, three day online workshop. Uh, so if you're interested in that, um, I still do see some people either through telehealth or a handful of people here at the, the Geodome. And so it's kind of a combination of teaching the bigger groups and also doing the private one-on-one. It kind of keeps my hand into the clinical side of it. And then um, I have a new book that's coming out in February 2023 called Vital Vision. And uh, we're I'm, I'm recording the audible version now so that people can listen to the book as well as read it. So we'll be spending next year promoting the book. And the way I wrote that book was that... We did research on what were the, the most um, popular questions that people had on social media. And so then we wrote the book based on what people were most interested in. Mm-hmm. You know, eye floaters, how to get rid of their cataracts, their you know, nearsightedness. Anyways, it's very interesting how I put that together. And uh, I think it'll really be a great resource. Mm-hmm. So lots of ways you can get in touch with me, audio, video, written word. Um, you can always contact me at hello at drsandburn.com. And either I'll answer your question personally, maybe create a video blog for you or answer it on my podcast. I also do live events, Facebook Live, TikTok Live, Instagram Live. So you can always uh, hop on those uh, sites and, um, you know, I'll take your questions. So lots of ways to get me. And, um, you know, I'm here. So Yeah, that's um, awesome use me as a resource
1: yeah that's awesome um uh you know so that is is so appreciative or so appreciated that you uh do provide all that content you are definitely a prolific provider of content um and uh i'm i'm thrilled to be able to uh you know utilize your content and then i was really thrilled to be able to come see you in person so thank you once again For doing that Um, well, this has been really exciting uh, to talk to you, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you think is important for people to hear um, in this in this discussion.
0: Uh, Three things number one it's a great idea, I think, in terms of wellness for us to practice self regulation. Mm-hmm. Like that palm hum. You you do it and you feel more relaxed. Like having the having that kind of a practice to self-regulate, I think is really powerful. Mm-hmm. Number two, I want to share with your community that you don't have to live out your doctor's diagnosis, that there are alternatives. And and number three, you can improve your vision at any age, even into your 90s. I have a patient now who's 92 he reversed his wet macular degeneration and he's driving again daylight driving He went to motor vehicles and passed his driver's test so don't let those obstacles stop you and again you can plug into my content you can just type in anything you've got and something will come up that will be helpful or beneficial to you so Mm -hmm. those would be my my words of wisdom today and um, i want to thank you for the work you're doing and for inviting me on today and uh future collaborations i'm sure yeah
1: oh absolutely that would be awesome i'd love that yeah and i can just you know a a little personal attestment. testament i um one of the reasons that i came to you is that i was having floaters um and i definitely noticed that uh I, i don't notice that i have floaters as much anymore it used to be um very noticeable when i would read uh Um, mostly when I would read would be the only times I would notice them. And now I'm not noticing them as much as I was before. So that has definitely been a big improvement in my vision. So thank you for that. You're welcome. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day today. It's been a wonderful conversation. And as you say, I hope we can do some future collaboration. And I hope that our listeners... Um, reach out to you and uh see what kind of things you have to offer because I know they're going to find benefit. So thanks so much.
0: Oh, okay. no, you're welcome. Thank you, Diane. righty. Bye. Every little cell in my body is happy, every little cell in my body is well, every little-